Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Some healthcare workers are still having trouble getting masks and other personal protective gear. The government is making changes to the hospital data reporting system, and pharmacists are now able to give vaccines. All that and more on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, August 21st, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Some healthcare workers are having trouble obtaining the masks, gloves, and other personal protective equipment they need. Yes, this is still a problem for many organizations. The situation is a bit different than back in March and April, because now everyone wants PPE, not just healthcare workers. Businesses who are bringing employees back, schools where students and teachers will return for in-person classes, and places of worship. Get Us PPE is a nonprofit organization founded by physicians and medical researchers to help get healthcare workers donated equipment they need. Dr. Megan Rani co founded the organization and is an emergency physician who teaches at Brown University. She told NPR it's not hospitals, but rather smaller facilities that are the ones struggling to get the supplies. Many manufacturers are asking that you buy 50,000 or 100,000 units of masks or gowns or gloves. A little clinic doesn't need that many units, and they can't afford it. So it really puts PPE out of reach. The organization reports most requests are coming from physician and urgent care clinics, nursing facilities, and home health aides. In a recent study published in Health Affairs, researchers found that more than one in five nursing homes reported severe shortages of PPE, which hadn't meaningfully changed since May or July. The American Medical Association has called on the federal government to take control and undertake a Manhattan-like project to make sure enough personal protective equipment is being made available to healthcare workers on the front lines of the pandemic. According to Kaiser Health News, more than 900 healthcare workers have lost their lives to COVID-19 thus far, many of whom reported not having adequate PPE. The president has ordered some companies like 3M to ramp up production of N95 masks, and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, has helped secure some PPE from overseas. But the administration hasn't invested in long-term logistical efforts to make sure enough supply is being produced and distributed to those most in need. Are you or your organization having trouble getting masks, face shields, or other PPE? We'd like to hear from you. Leave Just Healthcare Daily a voicemail about your experience. You don't have to tell us your name or your organization if you don't want to. We might use the recordings in a future episode. Give us a call at 202-810-2843 and leave us a voicemail. 
The phone number to call is also in the show notes. Public health experts are making decisions about reopening schools, businesses, and other parts of the economy based partly on hospital-provided COVID data. Since July, when the Department of Health and Human Services abruptly changed the reporting system, this data has been updated weekly instead of daily and has been plagued with errors and discrepancies, making the data unreliable, reports the Atlantic's COVID tracking project. And hospitals have complained the shift to a private software teletracking technologies, which was given a multi-million dollar contract from HHS has required a lot of extra work, sometimes requiring hospitals to manually input information that used to be automated. And now the federal government is reportedly returning to the old system, where hospitals report data to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That's according to the Wall Street Journal, which is reporting that Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator, told health officials in Arkansas that the CDC is working to build a new system that will also help with personal protective gear monitoring. Burke says the abrupt change in July that required hospitals to report data to HHS was only intended to be temporary. Lawmakers were concerned about the motivation behind July's data reporting change and started an investigation. Last week, the data chief of HHS resigned, along with two CDC officials appointed by the Trump administration. It's not clear whether their resignations are linked to these data troubles. Politico is reporting the Trump administration wants to also change how public health departments report COVID data to the government. Many public health departments still use paper records and fax machines to share information. HHS has announced a multi-year project funded with coronavirus relief money to modernize public health data reporting. Critics worry about the timing of changing reporting requirements now, fearing it may lead to more work for public health officials who are already extremely taxed dealing with the pandemic. Pharmacists in all 50 states are now allowed to give childhood vaccines. The Department of Health and Human Services issued the new directive to help make sure that children don't fall behind on their immunizations for the flu, measles, and other preventable diseases during the pandemic. States across the country have a patchwork of laws about what vaccines children at what ages can get at pharmacies. Since the 1990s, many states have been changing rules to allow pharmacists to give a wider variety of immunizations to kids at younger ages. At least 22 states have restrictions about whether pharmacists can give vaccines, but this federal emergency directive overrides them. Now, children ages 3 and up will be able to get these immunizations at a pharmacy without a prescription. Of course, some of the most important childhood vaccinations are given to babies and toddlers, populations not covered under this new directive. Nonetheless, the American Academy of Pediatrics was not happy about the decision. They said in a statement that most pediatricians' offices are open and safe, and the government should be investing in pediatricians' offices, which already have vaccines in stock. During previous health emergencies, some states have expanded pharmacists' vaccine authority. In 2009, North Carolina allowed pharmacists to temporarily give the flu shot during the H1N1 pandemic. That authority was then made permanent in 2013. The American Pharmacists Association said that this federal emergency directive for the coronavirus was part of ongoing talks with state and federal officials about expanding services they can offer. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, Pfizer released safety data showing that one of its COVID-19 vaccine candidates evoked a similar immune response to the other, but had less side effects. 
Shares of Pfizer were up 1.2% on Thursday. Johnson & Johnson announced it's moving into Phase 3 trials and plans to test its COVID vaccine candidate on 60,000 people. Shares of the company were up 0.68%. The broader sector was down 0.29%. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.